is so great to have you with us and those that are joining us online. Uh, great to have you here today as well. And I just want to share with you about focusing on the last days. Focusing on the last days. I want to read from Matthew 24, 3 to 14. They're fairly familiar portions of Scripture, and uh, we'll just start off there. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will all of this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place. But the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Father, we just pray your blessing on your word. I pray you would just help me to communicate, Lord, what you're wanting to say to us here today. And we just speak your blessing on all the hearers today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning I just want to share about the last days because we're hearing a lot about that, certainly of late. And uh, we do realize that, you know what, this really could be the last of the last days when we look at the events that are taking place in the Middle East. You know, the last days or end times are mentioned often in Scripture and refer to the events that will happen before the return of Christ. And mentioning these events, it does give us clues of things to be looking for, to pay attention to, that we might recognize the nearness of the return of Christ, and even more, that we might be ready to meet our God. Now, one of the events that is presently getting people's attention is the increasing number of nations surrounding Israel that are joining in this conflict between Israel and Gaza. And uh, keeping an eye on what happens in Israel is very important. And the Bible tells us that, to be keeping an eye on Israel and the events happening around Israel because it really will help us to understand when we really are in those last days or the last of the last days and before the return of Christ. And so the Bible says, watch for Jerusalem to be surrounded by the armies of nations. So not just one nation, but many nations coming against Israel. If you want to read a, a, a book in the Bible that talks about that, read the book of Zechariah. And uh, that's the second last book of the uh, Old Testament. Uh, so you hit the New Testament, just go back a couple books. You've got Malachi, then Zechariah. And it speaks some interesting facts about that day. That will happen just before uh, the Lord returns, just before uh, many in Israel will also turn to the Lord and accept Jesus as a Messiah. We'll see there will be wars, and there'll be many lives that will be affected in regards uh, uh, to the nations that are, are there. And when you look at 
those that are attacking Israel. The Bible is quite clear. You know, it's an amazing thing. You know, everyone should be reading the Bible. It is the best historical book that is out there in our world. Uh, there is no better historical book than the Bible that is out there that has been proven over and over again. And where it is prophesied of things that take place, and especially things that take place for Israel, it's been hitting 100%. <clears throat> and so you would think that before people go to war with Israel, they should be reading what the Word of God says. <clears throat> and the Bible clearly points out that it's not wise to attack Israel, for there will be severe consequences. Now, that's what the Bible's saying. You know, we all have our own opinions of what, about war and all these things that are taking place. Zechariah 12, uh, verse 3, 6, 9. Some interesting little verses there. It says, On that day I will make Jerusalem a movable rock. All the nations will gather against it and try to move it, but they will only hurt themselves. On to the verse 6. On that day I will make the clans of Judah like a flame that sets a wood pile ablaze or like a burning torch among sheaves of grain. They will burn up all the neighboring nations right and left, while the people living in Jerusalem remain secure. For on that day, I will begin to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Now, as you read through all of that, Israel still is going to be suffering losses as well, but not for long because the Lord says he's going to intervene in that situation. Zechariah 14, a couple chapters later, it talks about this in verse 3. It says, Then the Lord will go out to fight against those nations, as he has fought in times past. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will split apart, making a wide valley running from east to west. Half the mountain will move toward the north, half towards the south. You will flee through this valley, for it will reach across to Israel. And yes, you will flee as you did from the earthquakes in the day of King Uzziah of Judah. Then the, my Lord, my God will come, and all his holy ones with him. And so, you know, you just read those uh, verses of Scripture, you can tell that, you know what, with all the events that are taking place, this could happen. This could be the time of those very things. And, and so there's all kinds of events that will happen in these final days, and I'm not going to go into all those events. I, I haven't really studied up in all of those things. And, uh, you know, which nation is going to be coming against Israel? Well, who's the one coming down from the north? And all those things and how it's all going to happen. However, I do want to point out to you that we all should be paying attention because right now we are seeing Jerusalem becoming more and more surrounded by her enemies. And if you uh, look into the details, you know, read the book of Zechariah, get into the book of Daniel, get into the uh, Revelations, and uh, some great books there that give you some information. But for today, I want to focus on what Jesus says to us as believers and what the apostle tells us to be focusing on in these last days, uh, uh, things that we really should be looking for. And, and I know there's a, lots of uh, theories about end times, how things are going to happen, all those kinds of things, and uh, it's some pretty interesting stuff that you can get yourself into. But personally for myself, I, I want to really focus on Jesus because that's what's important. Who's coming? Jesus is coming. So who do you want to focus on? You want to focus on him. And that's what we should be doing. The Bible says that the Lord will return in the clouds of the air for all to see. And, and as it tells us as believers that we need to be ready for that. And it's interesting as you read Old Testament, New Testament, it's in, it's in both. It talks about that in, in both. The Old Testament and New Testament 
that the Lord is coming back in the clouds of the air, and it encourages us to be ready to meet our God. And so the return of Christ will happen, just as the other events prophesied in Scripture have happened. And the Bible says, and the signs associated with the end times, as we're seeing more and more of those, the Bible says you should be looking up, for your redemption is drawing nigh, or drawing near. And so this morning, I just want to talk about some of those preparations and the focus that we should have as believers, recognizing the days that we are living in could be the very last of the last days before we see the return of Christ. Now, first of all, as believers, we should recognize biblical events prophesied in the Bible uh, that have happened, and we should be focusing on those that are yet to take place and focusing on those signs uh, that the Bible says will precede the coming of the Lord. And, and so there are some signs out there. They're not really positive signs. I would kind of refer to them as negative signs. They're not really good things taking place in our world. And, and so the, the Bible tries to tell us there's going to be some events that take place. They're not good events that are going to take place. But yet they still are going to be a sign to us to say, look up, your redemption is drawing nigh. Now, from the passage we read in Matthew 24, we see there will be many signs and false messiahs, deceivers, wars, nations, kingdoms at war, famines, earthquakes. And it says, and that's just the beginning of earth pains. There's going to be more uh, natural disasters that will take place. There will be persecution of Christians, major hatred uh, towards Christians from around the world. And, and people will think that they're actually are doing a favor by persecuting us or even killing us. And uh, you might remember the news coverage uh, as the war in Israel and Gaza started. And one of the family members of, of those uh, hostages was speaking in the United States. And they gave a warning to the United States and said, you know, you need to be careful because you need to remember something. You're next. And, and actually, as you look to the scriptures, there's a hatred for the Jew first and then second for the Christian. And, and so it's coming. That's coming. You need to get ready for that. Jesus goes on speaking of other signs where we will see that negative effect. And again, the purpose of them, though, is that we are not caught unaware. Matthew 24, 10 and 12 says, Many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. Many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. Now, that's not a very good picture to think of. Uh, we want to see the church as a, a glorious church, a church that is strong and mighty. And, and yet it's telling us, you know, there's going to be in some areas where that's not going to be taking place. And we see that, you know, sin is rampant in our world today. You don't have to be a, you know, a special student to figure that one out. Just look out there. And we see that sin is rampant. And there's a total disregard for the Christian faith that is rising in our society. And deception is far greater now than it has ever has been. And so we really need a move of God to change all that. The Apostle Paul, writing to Timothy, warns him of signs that the believers should recognize as well. He says this in 2 Timothy 3, 1-4. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. 
They'll be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They'll be unloving, unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They'll be cruel and hate what is good. They'll betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that needs an explanation either. Uh, we see that in our society today. We see all those things taking place. And the scary part to me of that is that people are still unaware and are just going on with life like people don't care that there's a war happening over there. And what happens oftentimes is that, well, because it's not happening here, I'm okay. Like Things are going fine here. I'm not worried about that. Well, we need to be worried about those things. See, Jesus uses... Uh, these words about paying attention to those signs many times in the Word of God and, and points out to us that many times people can miss those signs. Matthew 24, 37, 39 says, When the Son of Man returns, it's going to be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. And that's the way it's going to be when the Son of Man comes. And that's a problem in our world. If, it's, if we don't see it personally affecting us, we often kind of discard it, throw it away, and say, oh, that's their problem, not my problem. And we sometimes can miss what is taking place in our world. And if you don't think that's a reality, if you look at the history books and you read about the world wars that happened, North America was guilty of that that they were kind of like, it's over there. It's happening over there. We're okay. Things are going okay here. And it took a while for the North America to jump in there and, be, and to, to stand uh, against uh, Germany at that time and, and the advancement there. So, you know, sometimes we just are so caught up in ourselves that we don't recognize that there's things happening right now in our world that could lead us to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so there are a lot of negative signs out there, but I don't want to stop there about negative signs because there's also some positive signs. So when you think of some of the positive signs, the, the biggest part, of course, is there's signs that the Lord is returning, that our faith is real, that Jesus really is. He's coming back. He's coming to receive us. He's coming in the clouds of the air. He's going to receive us as his bride and take us into heaven. So that's a good sign. As we see that coming up, that should excite us. That should help us to look forward to that. You know what? My faith is going to come into sight very soon. And that's an important truth that the Lord speaks of, that he is going to come to gather his people and to establish his kingdom here on earth. Matthew 24, 30, uh, 30, 31, it says, Then at last a sign that the Son of Man is coming, will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Good news for the Christian that Jesus is coming good. Not so good news for those who are not ready to meet the Lord. And, and you know, when that trumpet sounds and there's a shout from heaven and the Lord appears in the sky, everyone's going to be able to see him. And, 
And, you know, as Christians, we're going to know what's going on. We'll know exactly what's going on, and we'll be ready to meet our Lord. However, our world is not going to be ready. And I'm kind of amazed as I read all of that and think, well, how are they going to describe that? How are they going to explain that, that the Lord comes and he takes out all of his people out of this world? How is the world going to explain that, that people don't turn to God? They see him. They see the people all left. They're gone. So they're going to have some awesome scheme come uh, that, you know, that's what's going to take place to deceive the people here on the earth that, oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's nothing. However, the signs, you know, to us should be positive because we are going to meet our Lord. We are going to see that our faith is going to become sight. But there's another powerful positive sign of the last days that excites me that I look forward to. Matthew 24, 14 says, And the good news about the kingdom is going to be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. And, and so that suggests that there is going to be numbers of people that are going to come to Christ in the very last of the last days. Because that gospel is going to get out there. And, and, and that's a positive thing. You know, I think of, uh, of COVID and you know, how it's really messed up our world. Yet, out of that, a positive came where the gospel message got out there through the internet. And now today, you can just go on the internet and you can watch, probably there's millions of churches online where the gospel is out there and people are coming to Christ uh, because of that. So all over the world, that's happening. So there, I believe in a last day harvest and we're believing for that, we're preparing for that. You know, it's not a time to be silent about our faith, but a time to be out there sharing our faith, inviting people, you know, to come to a, come with us to the house of the Lord, telling people about Jesus, getting the gospel message out there, that Jesus return as soon. And his desire is no one perishes, that all would come to repentance. And we've got to remind ourselves of that. That's God's desire. God does not desire to punish us. It will take place, but his desire is that we would come to repentance. And that's what he's believing for. So he's going to give every opportunity for people to come to Christ. And then the last positive sign is the increasing pouring out of the Holy Spirit. The pouring out of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts was not a one-time event, but will continue right up to the day of Christ's return. And as you read that portion of Scripture where it talks about that, you will see that it goes right into events that are at the very end. Acts 2, 17 to 21. It says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my Spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark. The moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so as you read that, you're realizing that, okay, some of those events haven't taken place yet. So we realize that the Spirit is being outpoured. It's still being outpoured. It's still touching lives. It's still touching people. It's not done. 
people are still coming to that place uh, of getting saved, coming to that place where they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, where they invite him into their hearts, because that is God's desire. He desires no one to perish, but everyone to come to salvation. And, and we're believing for another move of the Holy Spirit, and especially as we come into these days. Uh, we're believing for fresh encounters with Jesus. We're believing for fresh dreams and visions and signs and, and wonders. I was listening to a report this week uh, of Gaza, and in the midst of all that, it would be terrible, terrible to be uh, in that place. I would not want my worst enemy to be there right now uh, with all those things that are taking place. Uh, but you know, there's people coming to Christ in the midst of this war. My own mind seeing everything like, oh, people will be, they're angry with God. They're angry. But you know, there's people coming to Christ. And we're hearing this story that people are having visions of Jesus coming to them. And as they begin to share, they're all having the same vision. And there's hundreds and hundreds have been coming to Christ uh, because of that. And, you know, you look at the terrible things that happen in our world, even in the midst of those terrible things, again, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine has been in revival for some time. Uh, thousands and thousands of people are coming to Christ. And I believe there's a revival happening in Russia, and that a bigger one is coming even for Russia as well. But that is God's desire. He wants the gospel to get everywhere before his coming that people will come to Christ and be ready when he returns. And so there are some positive signs of the last days meant to encourage us and also meant to ready ourselves uh, for that coming. And so as we look at all those signs and the last days, there's another response that we should be focusing on, and that should be the fact that we need to respond to that. That there's, you know, you just don't look at all those facts, think about those things and say, oh, well. No, there's a response that's supposed to take place uh, through each individual. And the, the, the Bible is filled with instruction of how we should respond to the things that we're seeing in the last days. And as Jesus talks about that, he makes it very clear that the most important response expected from us is not that we know all the different theories and views of his coming, but rather that we're simply ready to meet him. Matthew 24, 42, 44 says, So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. So you also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. See, the signs are for a purpose that you might be ready to meet your Maker that you might be ready for the return of Christ. It's not a time to be focusing on all the other things that you know, are out there in our world. It's not a time to eat, drink, and be merry, but rather to prepare ourselves to face Jesus face to face. And that's the most important response to the signs of the times. Make sure you're ready. Now, now for me personally, I'm not really... Uh, concentrating on all the speculations. And I, I know I've talked with some people, if you don't believe their view of end times, then you're probably going to miss the rapture. You're not going to make it. And they go through all these things to try to get you to be in their view or their side. I'm just looking at, hey, it just says, if it tells me to, that Jesus is the one coming back, then I just got, shouldn't it just be Jesus that I focus on? If I'm focusing on Jesus, things are going to be okay. So be ready, be watchful, be faithful. Because the Bible says, you don't know when he's going to return. 
We can have clues like it gives us in the Bible, but you still don't know. But that readiness is what's important when it comes to concerning uh, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And another response to the signs of the last days is, the Bible says, to be found praying, uh, getting together, encouraging one another, building one another. Uh, that's one of the messages of uh, the Apostle Peter. He tells us in 1 Peter 4, 78, he says, The end of the world is coming soon, and therefore be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. And so the signs of the time should cause a response of a seriousness of living our faith, that we might pray, that we might encourage one another, we might love on one another, we might forgive one another. And the Apostle Paul, he, again, he addresses this in, the, in his next letter, in 2 Peter 3, 11 and 14, he says, since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live. So dear friends, while you're waiting for these things to happen, Make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. So all these signs are for a purpose and that we might take our faith seriously and prepare ourselves spiritually. Make things right with God. If things aren't right with God, then as you recognize that the signs of time, we're getting closer, good advice, make things right with God. Prepare yourself spiritually. Uh, get out to a local church, protect your faith, uh, uh, make sure you don't get deceived with some lesser form of faith. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, the Bible says, especially as you see that day approaching. So the signs are meant to, to spur us on towards action, to prepare ourselves to live for God as we should, to take our faith seriously. And if we're not ready to meet the Lord, then it's time to make sure we are ready to meet the Lord. The signs of the last days are meant to help us get our focus back to where it should be with a response that we are ready to meet our God. We are ready to welcome Jesus, not only just in our lives, but welcome Jesus face to face. And then lastly, as we focus on the signs of the last days, we need to get our focus on Jesus. He's the one that's returning. So it really should be a no-brainer to keep our focus on him, get close to Jesus. Keep watching, keep being alert, keep being ready, because we don't know the day of his coming. And the Bible says, if you endure to the end, you will be saved. So just keep that focus on Jesus. Keep following him as your Lord and as your God. And that's the response that he really wants to be seen. You know, be careful, be alert, because there's, there's lots of distractions out there. We all know that it's easy to get distracted. And the Bible keeps saying, keep the focus on Jesus. And as you see the signs of the time, let us get back to that focus on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips, trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects your faith because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding a chain, and now is seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. He's the author, 
He's also the finisher of your faith. And so again, telling us that if you want to be ready for the coming of the Lord, then focus, keep your eyes on Jesus because he's the beginning of your faith and he's also the end of it. Don't allow that focus to shift to other things. Stay close to Jesus because Jesus really is the answer. He is the way, the truth, the life. There's no other way to heaven except through him. The Bible says of Jesus, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. That's the one we need to hold on to. That's the one we need to focus on to. It's interesting, even as you come to the book of Revelation, as it comes and draws to a close, again, it's pointing out something that's important to us. Revelation 22, 13. Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the first and the last. I am the beginning and the end. Kind of going back to he is the author of our salvation. He is the finisher of our salvation. That's who he is. So you need to trust in him. You need to have your faith in him. And he is in control. God has sent his son into this world that we might have eternal life, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. Our focus needs to stay upon Jesus. Keep following him. Stay close to Jesus because he's the only one, the Bible says, that can keep us falling, keep us from falling and bring us into our eternal home. Jude 1, 24, now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. So the answer to the last days, the end times, stay focused on Jesus. Stay focused on Jesus. You know, and as you see signs that are happening, uh, don't allow fear to come in. There shouldn't be a fear, but rather there should be excitement. The Lord is coming soon. Soon faith will be sight. But these signs are there to help us, to guide us, make us aware that we need to be ready for that coming. He is our hope. He is our salvation. Keep your eyes on him.